Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church. Today is Tuesday, September 7th, and we're taking a few moments now to provide some extra insight, some additional observations regarding the text that we looked at last Sunday, and that is the main reason for the Extra Point Podcast, thus the name Extra Point. I'm sure you're already following me. You know, we were in Ephesians 4, 17 through 24 last week, and I want to take a few moments and bring a little extra support, um, maybe a corollary passage to the verses that opened Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. You know, Paul spends a little bit of time there at the end of verse 17, all the way through the end of verse 19, uh, laying out for us um the ways that we used to walk when we were not part of God's family. Or as he says it in Ephesians 4, uh, the way the Gentiles walk. And he he uses the word in a lot in the beginning, in the futility of their minds, in ignorance, um, with a callousness in their heart. They're actually walking in death because they're alienated from the life of God. And so a lot of his language is internal language. And then he ends up, of course, saying that this results in greedy practices. And so we see a move from the internal problem to the external problem, or we could say internal depravity is showcased in external depravity. And we discussed that a bit on Sunday. Paul does the very same thing, though, in Romans chapter 1. And I just want to bring this extra set of verses to your attention to uh, cement for you and to highlight for you that The real issue is not that we sin on the outside. The real issue is that we are sinners on the inside. Thus, we need Christ uh, to, um, you know, forgive our sin. And not only to forgive the sin that we do, we need Him to change who we are on the inside. And so look what he says in Romans 1. This is Paul, of course, speaking here to the Roman believers. But he, he uses some phrases that would have the same word in, in them. He talks about how God's in, um, uh, invisible attributes can be clearly seen, and yet um, they are rejected by lost people because it says here that although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him, but they became futile in their thinking. Notice that? Their thinking went astray first. It says here that their hearts were darkened, and so something happened inside Uh, in their thinking. Same words as used in Ephesians 4, of course, uh, in fact, twice in that passage. This idea of futile thinking, of darkened understanding, of a depraved nature. And in Romans 1, it comes out then as an external rejection of God's truth. He says that um, these people then try to suppress the truth, which can be known about God, His invisible attributes, His eternal Godhead. And then what results is an exchange begins to take place. They make themselves God, and they remove the true God. They exchange the truth of God for a lie. They worship the created thing instead of the Creator. This all comes from futile thinking, from darkened understanding. In all transparency and honesty, as Romans 1 continues to unfold, we see that three times the phrase, uh, we see three times this phrase, therefore, Um, God gave them up, God gave them up, Uh, and it shows a continuous and horrific digression into more and more sensual 
um, practices and, and sexual deviance, much like what Ephesians 4 talks about. In fact, um, many of the things we're seeing in our culture today, just like they saw in their culture, um, the, the sexually immoral revolution, we'll call it of today, it's um, the external exhibition of an internal rejection of God. And the reason I mention that is because often we want to deal with the problems, the situations, the immorality, um, and I'm not saying that we should not address that, but the real solution to that isn't just an external fix. There's an internal problem. There is a rejection of God and who He is and of His truth. There is a futility in thinking. There's darkened understanding. And so we must uh, seek to get to the heart of of the problem, which is the problem of the heart. It is that we are by nature first depraved and alienated from God uh, from the moment of birth forward. And so we need a new nature, not just a new set of actions. And this is the reason that we can't find a solution to our internal problem from within ourselves. And again, listening to our current culture, and this has been true in decades and centuries past, uh, there's been a sense, and this especially occurred with the Enlightenment era, era, you know, there's been a sense in which we can look within ourselves that man is essentially good, we'll find the light within us, we'll come to our senses, we'll be better people. But the truth is, there is nothing good within us uh, onto which we should look. And so man can't find a solution to his inner problem by looking inside of himself because all we'll see there is the problem. We'll find more depravity. We must look to something outside of ourselves. And of course, that person is Jesus Christ. It is God who sent his son uh, to be one of us and yet was God among us to take our place as the only holy and righteous substitute who fulfilled the law and then was raised again from the dead by God the Father in the power of the Spirit as vindication that his sacrifice in life was exactly what it needed to be, a, a worthy and holy sacrifice. And so only in looking outside of ourselves to that, to the gospel of God, the person of Jesus, can we find an answer for what is wrong inside of us. And so to hearken back to Ephesians 4, this is why Paul would say, um, you know, that this is not how we learned Christ. We didn't learn Christ by simply trying to reform the old man and looking inside of ourselves and just adjusting things or redecorating things or trying harder. We need a whole new nature. We need Christ to move in and take over, and we need to learn whole, entirely new ways and be taught by Him of the truth that is in Him. My prayer is that as you continue to read your Bible— and you realize that it points us to our internal problem and yet to our external solution, Jesus, that you will continually and uh, readily just um, lay yourself out before God as on a surgery table and ask God to change you deeply within first through the Word of God and His Spirit. May God change you deeply internally first so that the natural consequence of that this subsequent uh, reality from internal change would be external change. For truly, that's uh, how we are sanctified. And that's how fruit is born from us, when God changes us on the inside first, and then that shows up on the outside.